The Montreal Canadiens are proud to select. The Montreal Canadiens select. Carey Price. Old Caulfield. Avec notre premier choix. URI Slavkovsky. Hey Habs fans, Safia Ahmed here. I'm a producer for the History in the Making podcast, and you may have seen me in front of the camera for Q&As with some of our prospects this summer. This week, we have an episode with defenseman Jordan Harris, who joined my colleague Evan Milner for a Q&A on Twitch ahead of the 2023 NHL draft. Jordan reflected on his own experience at the draft in 2018, his community involvement, and fans in our interactive chat wanted to know more about his offseason, what he's most excited about next year, and more. So if you want to ask our players questions, make sure to subscribe to Canadians MTL on Twitch. We hope you enjoy this episode with Jordan Harris. Jordan, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Uh, how's life going? How's summer back at home? Uh, it's good. Thanks for having me, Evan, and, and uh, merci beaucoup for all the fans uh, tuning in today. I I wish I could you know speak as fluently as you do in French too, but um, it's really nice to be home. You know, uh, it's uh, obviously Montreal is beautiful. I know at this time of the year, but um, just see my family and friends back home and. And, uh, and hang out with them and, and get a little relaxation time. It's been really nice. Yeah, absolutely. It is definitely important to go home. You are obviously in Montreal all, all season long, but uh, like you said, Montreal in the summers is quite something. F1 weekend here now. So uh, I'm excited to see, sort of check out the vibe as the, uh, as the race approaches. Um, summer's kind of flying by. We're already in mid-June, and that means the uh, NHL draft is coming up. It is happening in two weeks to the day, if I'm not mistaken, in Nashville. And on that note, I kind of want to throw it back to your draft year. Uh, it was June 23rd, 2018 in Dallas, Texas, when the Habs selected you in the third round, 71st overall. Um, obviously, a lot of emotions going through your head that day, I'm sure. What do you remember from that day? A lot of emotions. I remember it was steaming hot. Like, it was, <laughs> it was smoking down in Dallas. Um, but definitely a lot of emotions. I mean... Like during the year, there's such a buildup and expectations that you have um, for yourself. You know where you might go in the draft, and and uh, and it's really nice. Like I have my family down there, and like you go through the combine. I know they just did the combine uh, experience, and they they came out with all the stats from that. So um, it's definitely really exciting, and and uh, and I mean like going through the draft, uh, and you know like some buddies are being picked in the first, second round there, and so you watch through, and then. Um, you're just, you know, waiting anxiously to, to get your name called and then uh, to hear it be called by Montreal. I mean, an absolute dream come true. And and, uh, and I wasn't really sure it would be Montreal. Like, I had good uh, good interviews, I guess, with them, but I wasn't really sure. Like, some teams, you know, they have you ranked higher than others. Like, you have a good feeling. But Montreal was a bit of a surprise, but, but a great surprise for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we have some photos here, actually, from that day. Do you remember these? Young oh, Jordan yeah. Harris. That's so funny. Yeah. So you, you get drafted, you go down, you, you meet all the, the guys at the table and, and uh and you meet everyone, which is nice, and they all say congrats and then you go do a little photo shoot afterwards. Oh yeah, we're going through them all. Yeah, um, I remember last year there was so so much going on after you get drafted. Uh oh yeah. There was like felt like there was eight or nine stations for player, for players to go through, but um yeah, here's your your head well, not your headshot, but that pose there. And then we have you at the table here. What was going through your head at this moment? Um, I just trying to remember names, honestly, and, and <laughs> you know, put put faces to names and and, uh, and make a good first impression, hopefully. But definitely a lot of gratitude. I mean, and excitement, like give my parents and brother a hug, and, and you go down and 
you know, you're beaming and all excited and, and uh, it's really, really special. It's kind of surreal. Now you just mentioned the uh, NHL scouting combine. Obviously that happened last week in Buffalo. Um, what, like, what do you remember from that? Do you remember your interview with Evs? Yeah, a bit. I remember, um, I remember it being kind of short. I don't think it was too long. I think they have like 30 minute time slots for everyone. I remember it being kind of short. Um, and just pretty standard questions, honestly. Like, I, I thought it went well, but I didn't think it was anything, like, extraordinary. Like, it was nothing really crazy tough questions or, or um, you know, really extensive talks. I was like, I think that went well, but, you know, you never know, and, and you hope you made a good impression. Well, obviously you did. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, now, earlier in May, you were selected as a Canadian's uh, candidate for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy, which is an award uh, presented to a player that shows leadership on and uh, show leadership qualities on and off the ice, and who uh, has shown a noteworthy con uh, contribution to the community. What is what does that nomination mean to you? Oh, it means a ton. It's uh, incredibly special, just because I, I think it encapsulates a lot of who I try to be as a person. You know, and not just a hockey player. Um, because of what hockey has done for me. Um, I mean, I love to be able to, to think that I give some of that, that happiness and, and joy and, and maybe opportunity to, to other kids and allow them, you know, to, to believe that, you know, they can play in the NHL. They, they can follow their dreams and no matter what they look like, what language they speak, you know, their backgrounds, um, hockey should be, you know, enjoyed and accessible for everyone. And so, um, I think that the community work um, goes hand in hand, you know, with with playing in the NHL, playing for for Montreal, because it is um, such a community sport, you know, and and uh, and like we feel that support from all the Habs fans around the world as players, and so to be able to, to give some of that love back, uh, the community is something that I try to do and, and have a lot of fun doing. Absolutely. I mean, you were involved in our Black History Month activations, Pride Night, Indigenous Games, a handful of Montreal uh, Children's Hospital events, minor practices. And on top of that, uh, we heard in, an, in another podcast that you and your girlfriend plan to speak to a member of the Canadians Foundation and kind of talk about how you can become even more involved in the, com in the community. So just talk about maybe why you feel like it's so important. Um, just because how I was raised, honestly, it's just like, I think that having a platform and, and, and being a player in the NHL, it's like, it's so easy to be a good person. You know, it's so easy to, to, um, you know, just reach out and, and meet people and say hi, you know, and smile and, and give off that good energy. And, and because those, those impressions, you know, especially um, like when you're young, when you, when you meet an NHL player, it's the coolest thing ever. Like, like, I saw photos and stuff, and, and you remember that stuff for a lifetime. And so now being in that position um, and thinking that I might have, you know, some sort of, of small positive impact on, on a young child or, you know, a person who has similar upbringing that I do, I just think um, it, it's so important. And I think it, I take it as more of a responsibility um, to give back. And, um, you know, it, it's huge, and my parents always stress that it's it's more than just a hockey player. You know, you take your studies seriously. You you uh, you give back um, when you get the opportunity because you know I feel incredibly fortunate to play for the Habs, and so 
um, again, I, I want to be able to have a, a lasting impact outside of just on the ice. Surely you have uh, impacted a lot of people's lives already. You know, we're around for some of those events and, you know, the excitement in the face is, uh, is evident and it's, it's second to none. Um, okay, we are going to dive into some fan questions here. We got a ton of action going on in the chat. Uh, I do see some regulars in here. Uh, Lucy L08, Alan QC, Pro Gamer, Pro Gamer Dragon, excuse me. Uh, Jess Flanagan is here. Um, so we will dive into our first question from Lucy L08. Hi, Jordan. What's your plan for the summer? Hey, Lucy. Um, really appreciate the question, and, and all the questions are, are great. The plan for the summer, um, obviously take a little time off from the ice and just relax a bit, spend time with, with my family and friends. And um, it, it's really nice. I've been, I have done you know most of my rehab work, so I'm getting back on the ice now, which is fantastic. Like I, I couldn't be happier to be back on the sheet flying around and and uh but it, it's pretty low-key uh, i'm a simple guy honestly like i'm not traveling really much anywhere um, um you know we went to a red sox game you know to try to keep it local and low-key but a lot of it's just based around training like been back in the gym for a few weeks um and again like we play some tennis and, and some golf and um and just try to rest up the body honestly I feel like every hockey player plays golf. Every time you ask someone that question, it's, it's always part of the answer. But, I mean, like, I'm a big golfer myself, so I appreciate that answer. It's addicting. It's like it I, is. Could the, I could have the worst round of my life. And then, like, I played with um, my buddy, and I had a terrible round. Like, But then on the last hole, like, I sunk a long putt, and I'm like, this is why I keep coming back. Like, it's just yeah. grabs you in. Yeah, exactly. It's the challenge that keeps you coming back, right? If it was too easy, then no but, one no one to play so uh okay this one is from i am nits jordan what are you most excited for the coming season um a lot honestly that's a that's a tough one honestly just being back like in montreal and just getting back to camp and competing and seeing the guys and like there's a lot of excitement uh, getting back and, and getting going again and and you know being able to have this past year to build off of like now you know kind of the schedule you know how some of the teams play you know you know like what's expected of you um how to manage your body better so honestly just coming back hungrier than ever like um excited and having that knowledge to build off of like that's that's really really exciting um for me to think you know of how much improvement i can have moving forwards in our team like and our team's improvement like i really feel like the sky's the limit for our team and uh, we have so many great players and positions, you know, like a great core, um, really supportive management and coaching staff. So um, I, I really do feel very positive about the team and, and myself moving forward. Uh, you were just coming off your first full season. Uh, you joined, what was it, the end of 2021? 21, 22, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah you, played, you played 10 games there out of college. Um, and you actually did score your first goal that season in the final game of the season. It was a, I think, a 10-2 win over Florida. Um, but when you scored that goal, the game was actually 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, it was the first goal of the game. And if you don't mind, we will quickly re-watch that highlight. Said, the 24-year-old, Thornton swept it, Evans grabbed it, here's a shot by Harris, scores! 
first National Hockey League goal for Jordan Harris, and it's one nothing Montreal. So there you have it. A nice pass from Jake Evans to the point. One timer, Gallagher in front of the net, obviously. Um, what's what's the feeling when you score your first NHL goal? I mean, just playing the NHL is a dream alone, and never mind scoring scoring a goal. So do you kind of like black out in that moment, or what? Oh yeah, it's it's funny like listening to that again, and you kind of get chills, you know, listening to that because you dream of that, you know, growing up. Like um, you just hope things like that happen in your life and um you know a great play by jake like unbelievable pass and i think it went off the defense and skated in and it wasn't the prettiest of goals but um you know it's kind of surreal watching that back and very very cool and and you do kind of black out you're like all you can think of is your excitement and enjoy and, and, and we end up winning 10 to 2 in, in the last game so uh ended up being a really good really good uh, night and game I mean, Cole had a hat trick that night, sort of stole the spotlight a little bit. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but hey, first NHL goal, I can't go wrong. Okay, Jess Flanagan here is asking, hi, Jordan, who has been your biggest or who have been your biggest mentors on the team? Hey, Jess. Um, it's another really good question. We have a lot of great mentors. Like, I think from a defenseman standpoint like you interact with, with the demon more and you play with different guys so i think you just learn more from them naturally that way um so i mean all of our vets back there like dave savard joel uh, mike matheson just like picking up little pointers from them and, and how they succeed and, and how they've had success for that long like um i'd probably say all of them um, and then even like our younger guys, like Susie was great this year as captain and, uh, and everyone that we have in the locker room is super helpful for the young guys. So, but I think just naturally, like you, you learn more from the defensemen. Yeah. With so many young guys and so many rookies on the team uh, last season, it is important to have those vets in the locker room to, mm -hmm. you know, show you guys the way and make you guys feel more comfortable and whatnot, both on and off the ice. Um, and another person, you know, that helps out with that is obviously head coach Marty St. Louis. Uh, and FCZ Habs here is asking, hey, Jordan, what is it like working alongside Marty? It's a lot of fun. It's um, It makes you realize definitely how much like more room you have for growth moving forward, especially as a young player. Like The knowledge that, that he's accumulated over the course of his career and life uh, in terms of hockey is just, I mean, outstanding. And, and, uh, and it, it's funny, like you'll be in video at, and he'll be speaking to the group and he'll point out something in clips and you're like, I would never think that on my own, you know, to make that play or like think of the game in that way, but it makes sense. And, uh, and you know, it, it's really, really fun to, to learn from him, from our other coaches like Roby on the back end, our D coach, like it, it's just a lot of fun and, and it just makes you excited to learn more because you, you implement some of the stuff and you see it work and, and, uh, and it just makes you more excited to, to keep trying and keep growing as a player and a person. And, and uh, I mean, like, it's just sometimes, especially as a first-year guy, like, it's a lot to pick up at once. But then as you slowly start to understand, you know, um, little by little and, and start implementing your, your game, it's, it's a lot of fun. So it, it's definitely, you know, we're in great hands as players and very lucky. 
All right, Matthew G nineteen eighty six is asking, what sports do you like to watch the most during the summer? I won't say golf because <laughs> I'm playing golf, so I don't really like watching golf. I like watching NBA. Like we obviously watch the the Cup final, and and congrats to the Knights um, for for winning the cup. And um, I do like watching basketball. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I know deep down I'll, I'll never be you know an NBA player, so I really appreciate what they do on the court. Um, what else? I'm not a huge football guy. Are you a Celtics fan? I am a Celtics fan. Yeah, we went to a game. Uh, me and my couple of buddies that we grew up with, uh, we went to a game uh, against the 76ers, and I do like the Celtics, but I'm more just general. Like, I'm not really a diehard fan of one team. Fair enough. I thought yeah. they were going to pull off this year, but I know. Not quite. Denver, would they won it a little two nights ago? Yeah, two nights ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, Foul Ballon 391. This is a question in French. I'll translate it. Peux-tu nous décrire la foule au centre belle? So can you describe to us the fans at the Bell Center? Um, I mean, electric is, is kind of the word that comes to mind and, and definitely, you know, passionate. And it's it's a blast. Like every single night you, you can step on the ice there. It's it's really, really special. Um, and you feel fortunate. Like you, you come on to a song at the beginning and, and you just get chills every time. And, and, uh, and you can just tell like the passion and love, like you can feel it in the building and, and it really pushes you to, to want to win and, and succeed and, and, you know, wear the Jersey proudly. So, um, definitely, you know, really unique and, and you don't take for granted at all. Like it really is, um, special in the building. Yeah. I mean, that's, that building can get loud just even in the press box. Sometimes you're sitting back and, yeah, it gives me goosebumps too. You know, it's like you can't oh, believe yeah. how loud it is, and I can only imagine yeah. what's like uh, what it's like on the ice. Articat Twenty is asking what your go-to pregame meal is. See, uh, yeah, I kind of switched it up a bit this year, like kind of bounced around. I used to eat pasta, but I found it was just a little heavy. Um, so I'm usually rice, potatoes. Um, it depends. Sweet potato. Sometimes they have regular potato. Um, usually a little chicken and a little salmon. I'll do a little salad. Um, no real like heavy red sauce. I usually try to keep it light with like a little olive oil or something. Um, usually have like some herbs you can throw on top. So nice little balance of anything. It's nothing really crazy. Um, not, nothing like a big chicken parm or anything. Archie Cat's also asking if you have any superstitions pregame. Oh yeah. Archie <laughs> Cat's got some good questions. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like every player, it's kind of hard to distinguish between superstitions and, like, just a routine. Because um, I feel like they start as a routine and move into superstitions at some point. Uh, once you have a good game doing a certain routine, you're like, I got to stick with this. And then it becomes superstition. So um, I'd say I usually warm up the same way every time. Like, I go through a, a certain no stretching and band work and then um i always get dressed the same way like you know same skate on first same shin pad on first all that stuff uh go into the bathroom usually wet my face some cold water or something um take my sticks go through everything in, in a certain routine and, and i feel like some guys some guys can do whatever like some guys just like whatever they're feeling that day i usually try to keep it into a nice little routine and, and find what works for me for me and um, and then on the ice, usually the same sort of warm up, like the same, um, 
stick handling routine, all that good stuff. So I guess you could say it, it's a pretty uh, um, intricate routine. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I don't see what goes on, you know, off the ice, behind the scenes in the room pregame. But one player that I, I did pick up on this season was Kirby. Every time he comes on the ice, he'll go and he'll get like an imaginary backhand. And it'll come back around the circle and go forehand. I don't know if you noticed that. Probably not. You're probably locked in at that point. But uh, that's something that I've I noticed all year long. Oh, yeah. I noticed it for sure. Because yeah? I'd be skating next to him. And I'm like, Kirby, you don't have a puck. Like, he's <laughs> going shelf on his backhand. No puck. I'm like, what is this guy doing? But whatever works for him, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Holler Honey is asking, what have been your favorite moments thus far with the Habs? Or in the NHL in general? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. It's kind of like all, just all your time spent with your teammates, like on the road, um, going out to dinners and, and stuff like that. And then and then really, you know what really sticks out to me is, is playing in the different buildings and, and traveling in different cities and seeing, like, how unique each NHL building is. Because I never really traveled around to, like, NHL arenas as a kid and so um you know playing in different cities and and getting to see like how unique the fan bases are and the colors and the stadiums and, and all that stuff and how different teams play and you know you're playing against the guys you idolized growing up and you're playing against the Crosby's and the McDavid's and all those guys and and you're you know competing with them you it's it's really really unique and and uh and then you come home to Montreal and, and you realize you you guys got the best fan base in the league and, and so that's what that's what makes coming home uh, even more special do you have a favorite uh away city to play in i don't know um i'm sure with time maybe that would come more um it made more familiarity but um i just feel like it, it's really unique like getting to see each one over the over the course of the year okay mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong but you haven't yet played in boston right Somebody that's correct you, yeah uh, you were injured yeah. that game i think yeah yeah that's a shame but i'm sure you would have had a lot of family and friends there for that one. Oh, yeah i still did like yeah even though i wasn't playing there, there's still a bunch of bunch of family and friends there which meant a lot to me um but yeah that's what i'm looking forward to just because i i grew up going to the games there and, and know a lot of guys on their team just from skating with them in the summer mm. All right, we'll take one last question here. It is from Ryan Hackett, 62. Hey, Jordan, what is the biggest part of your game you want to work on this offseason? A lot. Um, and, that, and that's a really good question. You know, like uh, starting to look at some video and things and, and implement um, different things I like from players around the league and, and in myself. And um, there's definitely a lot. I think a lot of it comes with, you know, deception with the puck and, and I find at the NHL level, like knowing what you do before you have the puck, knowing what you want to do before you have the puck on your stick is huge just because of how smart guys are and, and how quick the pace is. Um, and I, I feel like that's one thing that um, I found to be really, really important this past year and something that I want to keep improving. But um, all the little details, that's why it's so fun because hockey's such a you know a complex game and, and it happens so quickly. So. Um, I don't think you can ever stop improving as a player. No, that's a good answer. Uh, if you actually will allow, we'll take one more from Zoe Cheer here. It says, hello, Jordan. I'm the hockey mom of a 12-year-old hockey player. He's going to play high school hockey in September. What's the most important advice you would give for him this first year? Thank you and have a great summer. 
That's a great question, and uh, and thank you very much. Um, it, it's tough. I, I feel like as a parent, you know, and, and as a kid, you just want them to have fun and, and enjoy themselves. I, I think one thing that, that really sticks out over the years is, and that will always help you is, is every time you touch the ice, just have a purpose, you know, and, and try your hardest. Like, it really does not have to be perfect. Like, I'm not perfect by any means. You know, the best players in the league aren't perfect by any means. But if you step on the ice every day with a, with a purpose and, and you really give it your all and your focus for, for your time on the ice while enjoying yourself, I mean, you're only going to improve every day and, and, uh, and be consistent. So um, it's a great question. And, and it doesn't matter, you know, at what level you start at you do that every day you know you'll make tremendous strides so um that's a great question yeah 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 i couldn't have said it better myself of course you want to win you want to compete you want to get better but at the end of the day the it's cliche but the most important thing is is really having fun mm. uh before we let you go jordan any last words for habs fans yeah i just want to thank you all you know for coming and and merci beaucoup and and hope you all have a great summer it means a lot to be able to do this with you guys and and, uh, and play for the Habs and be part of, you know, the best organization in the league. So um, really, really appreciate it and all the love and questions and, uh, and hope you all have a great summer.